Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Chicago, what do you say? It's the CHGO Cubs podcast presented by PointsBet. Use that promo code CHGO when you sign up to live your bet life. Cody Del Mendo, Ryan Herrera, and Luke Stuckmeyer with you. we got a fun podcast planned out for today. We're going to start negative and go to the fun stuff later. I think that's right? the best way to go we about got, it. We have bad breaking Cubs news today. We have lockout news to talk about today. And then we're going to do something fun. We're going to have a snake draft of Cubs players from 2000 until today. We're each going to pick a team, position players only. And we'll get to that and the rules and all that stuff in a little bit. But we want to start with uh, Cody Hoyer and his Instagram post that sent us all spiraling into the fetal position this afternoon. You see that photo and you're just like, Oh, no. What the hell? Oh, what, no. What, what this is not the news that I had asked for. I had been asking for plenty of player news, but this is not it. No. Obviously had surgery, reportedly Tommy John surgery uh, on his throwing arm. 25-year-old pitcher, key piece of the Kimbrell trade with the White Sox. Uh, a key piece, potentially, we thought, of the bullpen this season. You assume that season is now gone. We won't see him. Yeah. So you won't see him till maybe he's 26. The Cubs have team control of Cody Hoyer until 2025. And the little piece that we saw of him last year in a Cubs uniform was good. You know, 25 games and you thought, well, this guy might be their closer this year. Or at least a, a, an important part of the bullpen. Yeah, I, you know, and I, I know his, his September was a little rough, but yeah. whose who's wasn't in Chicago sure. at this point? Um, his, in August, he was incredible. He, I, I don't have the stats pulled up right now. I can look at it, but um, just eye test. He looked good, and he looked like a guy that Cubs could trust, David Ross could trust in high leverage situations. Um, and I think that's kind of the way bullpens are going these days. Not, I mean, you still have a lot of traditional closers, um, but traditional setup men aren't as prevalent. I don't think, and you don't have like your seventh inning guy, or whatever. Long, right. you know. But Cody Hoyer looked like a guy that you're in a high leverage situation in the fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth inning. You could throw him in there, and he could get you out of any rough spots you're in. And now, at least for 2022, that's not happening. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's tough because a, uh, not only 
this has sucked for him, but now we have to wait and see like what like I know Tommy John like if many players have been able to come back from it and be, have successful careers or even better right. some of them have come it's, back throwing harder it, like the world of medicine and and all of that has advanced so far that it's like it's not the end of the world it's just the fact that we have to wait a whole year now and then even maybe even the year after like I mean we're talking a year and a half at least, so it'd probably be like mid-season 2023, if that, you know, like that's that's hopeful, right? So you're missing all that time, and then, I don't know, you just don't know where the Cubs are going to be mid-season 2023, and, you know, if maybe if they get better faster than you expect and they need someone here or there, you know, I I, I don't know if they'd be willing to wait around for him. But, yeah, I mean, second half was one of the few bright spots for the Cubs. So it, it sucks. I, I, you know, part of the Kimbrel trade and everything, like, you know, it, it's ironic. Nick Madrigal misses all the second half of last year, and we're going into this year thinking we're going to have them both. And then right. now this yeah. happens to Hoyer, and it's like, all right, well, when are we going to see them both? You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I think the fun, I, the, the fun part for Cubs fans about that trade um, is that Sox fans that are friends of mine were all like, oh, well, I wish they hadn't given up Cody Hoyer. You know, or I wish they hadn't given up Matt. So they're not happy about what they gave up. So I do think Cubs fans can hang their hat on that when they're both playing, they're going to be good players for the Cubs' future moving forward. There's a lot of upside for both guys. And, you know, my cubby cup of Kool-Aid, if I, if I go half full, I look at it and say, you know what, he can come back even better. He can come back even stronger. And if you're choosing between shoulder surgery or Tommy John, these days, I'd rather have Tommy John surgery for a player any day because of the way they're bouncing back and the way medicine has turned it into just sort of, listen, it's no ordinary surgery if it's on you. If it's on somebody else, it's an ordinary surgery. For a pitcher, it's obviously a big deal. Yeah, I have the stats real quick. Um, you know, Again, like I said, September, October wasn't great for him, um, but outside of Frank Schwindel and the Cubs, no one really had great September. Um, August, 1-1. One, one ERA in 12 appearances, uh, 14 innings pitch, you know, only two earned runs that whole time, 1.07 whip. I mean, he had a, he had a solid first month with, with the Cubs. And I I was kind of thinking about this is, you know, I talked to him on the field, um, you know, right after, right before the field of dreams game last year. And we were talking about it. He was kind of disappointed that he got traded right before the Sox went to Iowa for the field of dreams game. He didn't get to have that experience because he got traded away from the side yeah. and I'm like oh well, you know at least you'll get to have that experience this year maybe even playing a game this year no that's not happening that, <laughs> that kind of sucks man yeah. I feel the dreams game was so cool last year mm-hmm. and to, to lose your first opportunity at that game by getting traded and now you're injured and there's no chance he pitches in that game this year that that's that's tough yeah that's a good point that you make up because I mean that was a special game and was like one of the few nights that we I feel like all like sports fans were watching baseball uh, something that we don't really see anymore. You yeah. Know what I mean? yeah, yeah. It doesn't mean much in the grand scheme of things. No, like it's, right, it's, it's a special right. event type game, but just like in the feeling of being able to be a part of something like that, it's it, right. it, it's disappointing. It has to be disappointing for him. Uh, one of the other things that's tough about this injury for the Cubs is that during the lockout, he's a major league player. He's not getting treated by Cubs doctors. He's not getting you know the best staff. He's not at the facility when he needs to rehab. Unless hopefully this gets done and that can all start to pick up again. And, you know, he'd been, Brendan had pointed out on our Slack channel um, that, you know, he'd been working on two seam, four seam adjustments 
with his grip, trying to change the spin rate and stuff. And so, you know, we don't get to see what the results of those adjustments are this season. You know, like you said, you got to wait another year and a half before he can continue working on that. We were hoping that an off season of that, we'd get to see it and he'd explode onto the scene and be the player that I think most of Major League Baseball thinks he can be, yeah. which is a top-line reliever for a team, and hopefully it's going to be the Cubs here for most of his career. So disappointing news to start yeah. Tuesday for sure. I would say sure. going into this season, if he didn't get hurt, he was going to be the setup guy, like eighth-inning guy. Worst-case yeah. scenario. Yeah. Worst-case scenario. I had Rowan Wick as the closer. Yeah, Rowan Wick as the closer. Yeah. He, the thing was is, like, Ross had used him, like, you could throw him – an inning and a inning and a third inning yeah. or two thirds like he was proving that he could be a double digit inning guy that which guy. in this day and age is huge mm-hmm. I mean right Josh Hader great example um and there's plenty of other guys but when I off the top of my head guys like him and of course Josh Hader is much better than him as far as you know stuff and stuff you know, seasoning, experience. seasoning experience so far but so far yeah <laughs> so far but you know you're looking at the potential you're thinking about what that potentially could be and you're like, man, now we're missing out. And now the Cubs are in a situation where they got to fill that hole. And let's be real, the Cubs still have a lot of holes to fill already. So yeah. uh, it's just it sucks. It's unfortunate. I don't really know the story behind, like, what happened. I, I assume he was working out or something. I don't know. You know. Yeah. We, we don't know. Uh, and, and it's, you know, you look at the bullpen last year, that first half of the season, that's one of the, you know, probably top bullpens in, in MLB. And then uh, – and then, um, you know, Hoyer comes in. Uh, but all those trades happen. And um, Hoyer's one of the few bright spots, I think, of that bullpen. I mean, we yeah. look at it and it's like Hoyer looked like he, you know, he was going to be a part of the bullpen for the future. Everyone else, you know, f- few guys had different you know, flashes and stuff like that. But Hoyer looked really good, for, at least sure. for that first month. Uh, Rachel was just pointing out, I don't know if we can bring that back up, but she there was saying go. if it predates December look. 1st, uh, you're on your own as far as rehab goes. Yeah. And it, it does really suck, you know? It's yeah. just a, it's just another one of these fallouts from from the lockout and where we're at with that and you know that's that's the next part of the conversation when we get there but like you look at the Cubs bullpen and I don't ever know what to make out of a bullpen. Right. I know that I was excited about seeing Cody Hoyer pitch for the Cubs mm-hmm. this season and you're not sure what players you should be excited about seeing but I know he was definitely on that list of top 5 players where I'd say Cody Hoyer is someone I, w- I want to see play baseball this season. It's not going to happen. As far as bullpens go, sure, I think it's okay to feel confident that the Cubs are going to have a good bullpen, and you can say they got some pretty good arms, but let's be honest, bullpens are a total roll of the dice. They're good one year. The same guys, the same group of guys can be absolutely terrible the next season if they're overused or just for no reason whatsoever. They're not that good because they're relievers because they're not starters. Steve Ciszek, I think, is a great example. He was so good with the Cubs. Uh, but let's be real, Joe Madden overused him so much. And, I mean, it didn't necessarily hurt the Cubs, but definitely didn't help the White Sox when he went to the White Sox after the seasons that he had with the Cubs. But also, towards the end of multiple seasons with the Cubs, he would start to, like, uh, fall apart. So, Very um, few relievers can you count on season to season. I mean, the greats do it every year, but there are a handful of guys that are that way. That's why – if you find a reliever that's great for that season, it's it's like finding gold yeah, for I, a competitive team. Yeah, I wonder also what this kind of does to the, the you know the starting position, uh, starting pitcher battle because you know we yep. talked about Alzolay, mm-hmm. talked about Mills, Keegan Thompson, Justin Steele. I I want to say like not having you know 
we don't know for sure that Hoyer was going to be that reliable guy you could throw in anywhere. I believe he could have been. But now, now that you can't count on him, I think I think that pulls Alec Mills back to the bullpen. I think out of those four guys that are might be battling for a starting pitching spot, Alec Mills is probably the best, you know, the most reliable guy they have, and he's probably going to end up being back in the bullpen just to have that guy that you could throw out there at any inning during the game, and, and you know, can at least throw strikes, maybe get you some outs. And you like to see Thompson there anyway, right? Yeah, I'd like to see Thompson more honestly, more so in, in the you know sixth, seventh, eighth, or eighth inning, yeah. honestly. Um, he was so much better uh, as a as a reliever last year than he was as a starter. He had like a seven ERA as a starter, you know, in the five starts he had. Take those five starts for what you will, but still, I mean, he clearly proved that he was much he, he was in a much better role out of the pen. But yeah, I I think Thompson would be a great guy to insert in their opening day in his spot. Mills is interesting. I think Mills's role is like just being. Kind of like your versatile, like can do anything, can start, do a spot start or He's a go long, re- yeah, yeah, long relief, whatever. I I don't think you'd want to change that too much, but at this point, I mean, either one would work right now. So at this point, you don't know what the what the bullpen's gonna look like anyway. Right. So it's 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 that's tough. true. Yeah, our guy Mike Dubs chiming uh, in saying he's for sure a uh, reliever. Yeah, a lot more. Mike Dubs. Shout out to Mike Dubs. Shout out to Mike Dubs. Every day he's with us. I love it. Yeah. Um, I mean, but I mean, you know, we don't know. We haven't been able to talk to David Ross, obviously, since last season, but there was, you know, the Keegan Thompsons, just those guys that they wanted to test them out as starters. And, you know, they up and down, some flashes here and there, but who knows? They might do the same thing again this year and start off this season with those guys in the rotation and trying to make them starters. I will say that eventually when you find a guy and you want to put him somewhere, I prefer they just put them there as as opposed to bouncing back mm-hmm. and forth mm-hmm. uh, with guys, and you're not sure if they're starters, relievers, starters, relievers. Yeah. I feel was, like Alec Mills really took on that role, though, and not many guys can do that. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? I don't think you do it with your youngest, most promising prospects mm-hmm. True. too much. Like, Didn't the Cubs do that with Jeff Samarja? It was kind of like, what's he going to yeah. be early on? It was. I think you'd have been better off just being put in one position and riding it out for a while, but, you know. Sometimes you have a need for that with on a competitive team yeah, to right. figure out where they're going to be. So yeah. we'll see. Disappointing news for sure. No question about it. And then that's on the heels of we're 97 days into the second longest work stoppage in Major League Baseball history. I mean, and I don't really – so they're having talks today. I, I did see that Ian Happ is there. Yeah, he's like a player representative. Player rep. He's one of the guys there. Uh, Granke was there today. Uh Trevor Bauer was there today, apparently, and I think Evan Drellich tweeted out. I think, it was, yeah, it was him. They met for about twenty minutes earlier today, and that was it. Yeah, that oh, okay. uh, two was at one o nine p.m. He said, uh, "You know, MLB's, you know, their people arrive. Uh, the sides are going to meet again." Twenty minutes later, he said, "The meeting's over." So <laughs> I don't know if that's okay. a good thing or a bad thing. At right. this point, it, it doesn't seem like a good yeah. thing. It doesn't seem like they really got anything, unless they like came in. They're like. Yep, I like that. I yeah. like that. I like that. Well, I Let's saw go. Rick Sutcliffe say, I don't know. I have a good feeling about today. He tweeted uh-huh. out, and I was just like, I don't know if that's just, you know, Rick again, the cup of Cubby Kool-Aid is half full there, or if he's yeah. just uh, He's trying to be positive. I don't blame him. Yeah, and so, you know, they're talking about now, today, that was potentially going to be the new deadline or the re-deadline for 162 games. That was yeah. kind of a comical conversation. It's like, wait a minute. You already took away two series. That's what I thought, too. And well, I, I was really What happened? Confused. We've canceled two weeks, and they're not coming back. No matter what, we've, uh, not two weeks, uh, two series. Yeah. 
they're gone forever. Now all of a sudden you're telling me today's the new deadline? Mm-hmm. Like that's what's so arbitrary about what? these deadlines. It just doesn't like they they're make and they're, it, it's a negotiating tactic. A hundred percent. MLB is making this this deadline just to get I don't know if to get things moving to kind of you know make the players sweat, but right. It, it, these deadlines aren't real. They're not built in anywhere. They're just making these as they go. And, right. and that's, the, that's the, the part that, you know, makes it tough is when you really just think about, like, this is all just negotiating tactics trying to keep people off their And I don't know why the MLB is trying to, like, thinks that they can even make the players sweat. Like, I think the, the players know what they want, and they're, they're yeah. clearly, very clearly are going to try and at least get something close to what they want. Right. So, There's one deadline. The deadline is when the owners have to start paying back the money to the RSNs. That's it. Yeah, That's the, the only thing. It's not about the bases. It's not no. about the DH. It's about the money for both sides. That's it's always about right. money. Cash well, is king. And Jason Hayward put it too. You know, they're not worried about losing money. The owners in the month of April because all the teams in the cold weather towns don't get fans at the ballpark anyways. Yeah. So they're not losing that much money. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, you know, the rumor is that we're. We're recording this podcast live now. It's, you know, Tuesday, 3.30 Central, going on 4. And so maybe it'll change, but the rumor is that you know, they may cancel another week of games mm-hmm. after today. So we'll see if that happens. It'd be disappointing, especially on the heels of the Cody Hoyer. It would be a tough Tuesday. But that's where we're at right now, and, and hopefully the news that comes out of there the next time is a little more positive. That's, that's all you can hope for. I want to talk about money, too. It's just like. Yeah. This thing with the Ricketts and, and yeah. Chelsea overcame oh, yeah, some the biblical Chelsea. losses. Mul- multiple, multiple, like $2 billion, wasn't it? Something like that. It was biblical losses. Biblical this was, was biblical money to try and pay yeah. for a soccer team. Oh, yeah. <laughs> soccer yeah. club? Should I say club? club? I think club. Football club. Football club. Yeah, football FC. club. FC. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, that's just another thing going, at least as far as, like, Cubs fans. And what this lockout and stuff means to the Cubs, that's just like it feels like another slap yeah. in the face. It's like yeah. the Rickets are out there mulling an offer for for Chelsea, you know, football right. club. And w- meanwhile, we're stuck in, in lockout hell, and we're, there's no <laughs> baseball being played. And that Cody Hoyer can't even go and get you know the top medical um, treatment that he it's can wrong. get because he's locked, yeah. a locked out player. Like yeah, it, it's it's just another slap in the face of just when are we going to get over this? When are we really going to sit down and hammer out a deal? Because it's 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 hurting us as fans more than, like, really anyone. I mean, I guess, you know, the stadium workers, people that are losing money, like, losing right. their livelihoods by right, it. Right, right, Just in general, like, the, the, the people that that depend on baseball and the fans, it's just it's hurting everyone. And, you know, I don't I don't know that they seem to get it. Uh, speaking of more money coming in, did you see Apple Plus is going to do Friday night baseball now? Oh. Stream baseball, double headers on Friday night. So Apple's getting involved in uh, professional baseball and sports broadcasting and – I don't even know. I don't have Apple TV, Apple Plus, Apple Plus, whatever it's called. That's where you get Ted Lasso, right? <coughs> yeah. No, oh, okay. I have. I haven't yes. seen. Like everybody okay. says, Ted Lasso. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's I haven't watched Ted Lasso. Everybody I don't says have. Ted Lasso. It's the only reason I'm looking for to get it. I don't have the Apple Plus, whatever it's called. Apple get it TV now. Plus. You, you could use my login if you haven't right, seen right, Ted Lasso. I appreciate Both that. Of you guys. Well, then I can watch baseball too. Might have to show Grandpa Stucky. Had trouble finding it on his television. It's a great show. I've watched it. It is good. It's good. Yeah. We got a question. Is MLB the only? I'll go back to that last one, Joey. You're good. You're good. Is MLB the only pro entity that doesn't share its books with the players? I maybe I, I've never looked into it, but I know as far as like hard caps and and, and the, like the revenue sharings that NFL and NBA. I'm pretty. I think the owners or the teams in those sports have to like share their 
I believe I've heard that, but I don't know if that's... I don't know for sure, and I don't want to put that out there, but I think that's... It sounds that, correct, that, but I'm correct. not... You need Apple Plus for Ted Lasso. It's elite It's TV. elite Thank TV, you. Rachel elite. says. And, and Rachel wrong. is a Brit telling us how we should be saying Chelsea. So she, she knows about elite soccer TV. From a Brit. Football club is what we... I can't, I can't even read that. Yeah, read it out loud for us, Joey. From a Brett, football club is what we normally say. Chelsea are a team that has traditionally been a big spending team. It would be interesting to see them under the Ricketts. Oh, the Ricketts wow. are... Talk about big spending. <laughs> oh, we got oh, wow. a, oh, oh, he got an Arsenal Lawrence fan over here. Lawrence comes in and Lawrence says, the Arsenal Chelsea fan. sucks. All right. <laughs> Handler? Chelsea, Chelsea Handler? Handler. <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so... There's a lot of stuff to dive into that, you know, financially, we've talked about how they've got a sports book coming to Wrigley Field. Uh, we got our sports book that we're hanging with, points bet. They do a great job of helping us out. I got my account this last weekend. I'm ready to dive in. I'm just waiting for Cody's advice on how I can, you know, get the beak wet a little bit and see, you know, dive into the water. I don't want to go both feet in just yet. I'm just going to stick the beak in the water, see if it's cold, see if it's hot. Well, uh, if you check out the bet show, you can definitely. Uh, oh yeah, you, you were can, on today. Yeah, we can definitely get our bets from today. Go check that out. If you didn't, me and Sean are having fun so far doing that. But uh, after you do that, you can log on to PointsBet, uh, which is the best way to support CHGO. If you download the PointsBet app and use code CHGO when you sign up, if you make a fifty dollar or more first time deposit, you'll receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all our web content. You'll even get a free shirt of your choice yeah. from the CHGO locker. Hashtag Sweet. dope merch. Dope merch, baby. Hashtag dope merch. <laughs> if you have any questions, email pointsbet at allchgo.com. We'll help you. Remember that PointsBet is your home for live in-game betting. They even have a new exclusive feature, live NBA same-game parlay. Got a parlay today. It's not NBA, but uh, go, again, check that out on the, the bet show. For the first time ever. Come on, don't tease us like that. Just tell us the parlay. Uh, it's college basketball parlay. Oh, uh, I did see that earlier. College basketball money line parlay. Uh, Clemson's playing right now. Bellarmine. You tell me where Bellarmine is. I have no idea where mm. Bellarmine is. I don't know. Uh, Gonzaga money line. And uh, off the top of my head, I don't have it, but. Another one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think there's two there's, more, wasn't there? There's two more. It's a five yeah. leg parlay. Oh, wow. <laughs> anyway. Um, you can combine your favorite bets anytime during the game. Uh, you can even boost your live same-game parlays as well. And now, online signups are available here in Illinois. You can actually download the PointsBet app right now and register your account from start to finish, all from your phone. Signing up with the fastest sports book is now easier than ever, and you can start living your bet life in seconds. Use code CHGO to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. So what are you waiting for, guys? Turbo fast. I didn't, I didn't to do wait. It. I got it done on Saturday. I'm, I'm, I was right on. I was right in there. These guys know if you're in the comments and you haven't done this yet, get on it. Um, print, Mike Dove said print this shirt. Anyway, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> Don't merch. Love it. <coughs> Krampus Ducky print the shirt. Mike Dobbs. Okay. Uh, well, so, so we're gonna. Are you done? No. <laughs> There's few, more. I had a few lines left. Oh, finish it. Yeah. Okay. So again, use code CHGO to get two risk-free bets up to two thousand dollars. Once your game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with points bet. Gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Let's do it. All right. Now yeah. we're going to do it, right? Let's now, go. Here comes the snake draft. All right. So let's have Joey set up the rules for us. 
And then I have a couple other thoughts I want to throw out there before we start. But, Joey, give us the, give us the rules for this snake draft. We'll break it into two parts here. Cool. What do we have? First things first, Bellarmine is in Louisville, Kentucky. <laughs> uh, excuse me. It's, I believe it's Louisville. Louisville. I never even Louisville. heard of that academic institution. But, all right, so we're going to do a draft. Uh, we're going to draft all eight field positions plus a DH, so no pitcher. Uh, players must have played for the Cubs from 2000 to now. Each player can only be chosen once. That seems obvious. Uh, you know, once someone's taken, they can't be taken again. Player can be chosen from any position they played while on the Cubs, even if it was one game, one inning. So you can play Chris Bryant at, like, seven different positions. You can't give away picks. Uh, sorry. They, they, they never would have picked Chris Bryant yeah. if you hadn't brought that. Right, I'm sure. But if you screw that up, so let's say that, let's say that Grandpa Stuckey has a brain fart, tries to take, you know, Soriano at yeah. shortstop, that, that doesn't fly. So oh, then, I see what you're saying. So Ryan and Cody get to pick his shortstop out of any any eligible player. I like that, too. Or, or if I take you, a guy that didn't play in the time period. somewhere in the time right, period. Right, so and, if you take... And you that's know, a little misleading the first way we... The way we worded that first one. He doesn't have to play 2,000 to now. He doesn't have to have anytime, 22 years with the Cubs. from 2000 Just has to be... Yeah. Yeah, played on the Cubs in one of those seasons. Yeah. Correct. Just to clarify, because I don't know how many guys... Yeah, yeah. Uh, nobody. Yeah. We're good. Yeah, okay. All right. Now, I also <laughs> want one more thing. This doesn't have to be a rule. I'm just throwing it out there how I'm going to draft my team. I'm telling you right now out of the gate, this might help you. I don't care about lefty-righty. I'm not worried about mm-hmm. who's lefty-righty in my lineup. I don't care at all. And I also am going to be wishy-washy. I'm going to flip back and forth about whether or not I care what they did in their time frame with the Cubs. So I can tell you right now, I'll throw it out there. I'm not drafting Nomar. I don't really consider him a Cub. He was a great player, but for the Cubs, it, it didn't really yep. exist. So they had, so. like, obviously, it just, it's all based off their Cubs tenure. <laughs> mostly. Right. Mostly. I'm just telling you right now that Nomar's a guy I'm not interested in. Sounds good. For that okay. reason. All right. Do we how ha- we how we doing this? Do we have an order set, Joey? Joey, just pick it. Who's go, who goes first? We will go age order. Age Therefore, order. Ryan, Ryan will pick first. first. Well, uh, that's total BS. First of all, respect <laughs> your elders. With the most, what happened to respect I your elders? First? Yes. Well, Stucky's working with the most. He's had a credentialed press pass for that's 17 true. years. So yeah, you, right. have an, you have a well, defined advantage. Yeah, see, I don't, ever, <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah, even remember <laughs> like 2004 and before that. Yeah, but you, you guys do. were looking up your uh, iPhones and everything, and I'm digging out tablets <laughs> today. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right, so should we just go? Go Six ahead. Who's your first pick? I didn't know I was going to get the first pick, but. That's a scam. I'm, my strategy is to is to clean up the least deep positions. Oh, okay. Um, so I'm going to go catcher first, and I'm going to pick Wilson Contreras. All right, Wilson's off the board. That's interesting. The like the strategy there. I think that's very interesting. I I don't think he's the best player that played for the Cubs from 2000 to now. I, I get I that, but you think there but, aren't a whole lot of catchers oh, to take. He's by right. far the best catcher that's on the board, and I, I agree think, with that. Yeah, and I think I I think. Unless there's one guy that made one all-star team that was supposed to be good and wasn't, the drop-off hey, is pretty significant. You don't have to give us any teases. I'm just saying, the, the, <laughs> drop, who we're taking the drop-off is pretty significant from Wilson and everyone else. Okay, so all right. Wilson Contreras. All right. Go ahead. Kids are up. <laughs> um, <coughs> sorry, I'm dying over here. Um, I, like, I, I, I think it, Ryan's uh, strategy is interesting, but I, I, I don't know. I think it's a shame that Chris Bryant wasn't taken number one overall. I think Chris Bryant should okay. be number one. Uh, not only because of versatility, uh, but... Where are you putting him at? Yeah, where what are you what position? 
Let's put him at. Let's put him in at third base. Third okay. Base, all right. Or? All right. Let me let me we'll cross off Brian at third. Yeah. Um. I mean, I like that. I. I think it's a guy. I, I'm I'm stunned at the Cubs fans. There's a lot of love still for Chris Bryant. Don't oh, get yeah. me wrong. Yeah. But even a small portion of the fan base that's kind of soured on him a little bit, I don't understand. No. I think it also. I don't understand. I it think all. it affected him too. I think hundred percent it it impacted him. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's the vocal minority of him too. I think I think the, I do the, too. The, the, like Angry fans people are usually louder. Yeah, yeah. Right. Were, were either of you at the the game when he came back six weeks after the trade deadline when the Giants? Came I was on. I was at the Saturday. Oh, game. that Friday was unbelievable. It was, it was. I mean, just being in the press box was like it was so much fun to be at. Yeah, like it was so cool. But I digress. All right, so Wilson Contreras, Chris Bryant. I'm finally up, and I'm <laughs> going old school. Two picks. Two picks, by the way. Oh, yeah, two man. Oh, yeah, the snake trap. Oh, the so, snake trap. Go with your first one. Ugh. <laughs> All right, well, this, this pick's easy for me. Um, I don't care about corks. I don't care about <laughs> performance-enhancing drugs. Sammy Sosa's my right fielder, mm. and he's flying the flag out there. Uh, he yeah. should be back at Wrigley. He should be celebrated at Wrigley Field, and he is the greatest Cubs hitter of all time. Now, is he the greatest Cubs player of all time? Maybe not, but he's the home run leader for the Cubs. Right. You know, he, he, let me, what did I write? I did write something on Sammy because I, I was stunned by the numbers, even though you lived through it. 2000s, he starts off 50 homers, 64 homers, 49 homers, 40 homers. Right. Yeah, you know what? Tell me who else is. I, I know the game was different. I know. I'm just saying that's a, that's a player. I'll take Sammy and Wright. Did and I also think Wright is a little bit of a weak position for the Cubs. I, uh, yeah, there's true. players, but I'm just saying, Sammy, you mentioned Contreras at catcher. Sammy at right is by far the best player the Cubs maybe, have ever had. Maybe I screwed myself, but I like my pick. I, I think I took Chris Bryant before Sammy just because not only can he play multiple positions, but has the accolades mm-hmm. and for the most part has been pretty consistent over his career. It was very hard. I don't have a problem with anybody's pick. I really don't. Yeah. Like, yeah. But I'm I, just, just, I couldn't right. let I'm Sammy just, uh, go to number four. I'm just mentioning enough, for enough. the people in the comments. All, All right, right. So now I got to come up with somebody else, huh? Pick. Oh man. Now, uh, and if you're if you're at home and you're thinking about giving us ideas, don't do it yet. Don't do it yeah. yet. Don't ruin this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll play have, along we'll in your on. head, but don't don't throw us any yeah. of your ideas. We'll have I, honorable mentions at the end. We're gonna miss somebody. We're gonna miss guys. Hundred percent gonna miss. Um. Someone asked, are we imagining this after we ban the shift? (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I love it. it. Yeah, catcher's tough. First base. I will go with Ben Zobrist at second base. Ooh, okay. World Series MVP. He gives me flexibility if I want to move him somewhere else later in the game. Yep. Um, And just clutch, you know? I mean, are there other guys that I could have taken at second base? Sure. Yeah, I'm pretty comfortable with some other guys at second base. But I'll take Ben Zobrist, and and he's a different type of hitter. I mean, he's the World Series MVP. You put Ben Zobrist on a graphic, he's going to look good regardless of of who's next to him. Him being the World Series MVP is like puts him – Right at the top, if not right near the top, if yeah. not at the top. I'm I'm having a little buyer's remorse because I just thought of a pick I could have made, but yeah. I'll, I'll <laughs> Ben Zobrist is the guy I want. All right, so it's back to me now, right? Yeah, it's back yep, to Cody. Yep, yep. All right, 
So I got my guy at third base. Now I got to figure out what I want to do here. Um, we might as well stay on the infield. Uh oh. I think. Uh oh. Yeah. See, now the panic's setting in on me because I. <laughs> there's so many choices. I, I know. Yeah. There's. I. Uh, this I, would have been a lot harder like ten years ago. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Fifteen years ago would have been a lot harder. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, why don't we just. Pair his buddy. We'll take Anthony Rizzo at first. Anthony Rizzo at first base. Yep. Mm. Souvenir shop. (laughs) I feel like the people in the comments are going to love my team just because I have those. That you got Rizzo. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I think it's like, I mean, he's modern day Mr. Cub. I mean. You had to. He's a captain. Put a C on his chest. The fact that a C never got put on his chest is pretty tragic. But, yeah, yeah, he was, him and Chris Bryant were the face of the Cubs. Was I wrong to take Ben Zobris there? No, I don't think you were. Is that crazy? It's because of the position, partly, and the, and the MVP. I yeah. will say I think you could have got Ben Zobris a little later. Yeah, I might have. But I might over. I, I might have overstretched a little bit. May have, but then again, you had like six picks to go. But yeah, it's it's the snake draft thing. It's the back to back. Lawrence has like taking a kicker in the draft. <laughs> yeah, in the draft. it's like taking Robbie Gold in the first anyway. round. <laughs> All right, so am I up? You're up. You're I'm up. I'm up. I'm up. All right, so I was really hoping you would pick. I'll, I'll I'll get into what I wanted to do before I'm up. I'm gonna stick first base. And I'm gonna go with Derek Lee. Oh, Derek Lee, D Lee, that hurts. His 2005 year was incredible. When he got hurt in 2006, that was like my dog dying. I, I felt so bad when Derek when Derek Lee got hurt in 2006. So 199 hits. Oh yeah, his 2005 50, 50 was doubles. He was well, in the MVP race. Yeah, where did he year. finish in MVP? 46 I homers. Second, the Pujols. Yeah. Yeah. It was only because of the Cubs. And he, were very he good. played a great first base. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Great first base. Yeah. And then with my, what would be my third round pick? My first third round pick. I could go a few ways here, but I'm going mm, to stick with my heart <laughs> and I'm going to go at shortstop Javier Baez. <sighs> this is ridiculous. Oh. This is not right. Javier Baez is my shortstop. And let me get real quick. I mean, Javi, besides another guy that might get traded here, is, he's one of my top two favorite players of all time. Yeah. And I didn't think that he could ever pass or even tie the, the guy who used to be my soul, mm-hmm. number one. But Javi just he, – he came up, and he's just lightning. And he's the most energetic guy. Yeah. He, he does things that no one – like few other people can do on the baseball field. You know, the strikeouts. And there were so many things that – when he got traded, it was probably a good thing. It's a gut it was, punch. It was it was a gut punch, but it was also probably like you know the best thing for both parties is to kind of part ways. You know they were going different directions, but just what Javi Baez made it made it fun to watch baseball again for a while. That play at the plate with the Pirates. Oh yeah, oh, I, yeah. That was I was that co- might have been the play of twenty twenty one. Oh, I was covering <laughs> that game remotely because I was in Pittsburgh. I swear when it was going on, I just I did this. I was like, <laughs> what is happening? What is yeah. happening? I didn't know. <laughs> But um, one of the most exciting players in Cubs history. Yeah, I think he bet on himself. That's why he's not a Cub. You know, he's in Detroit now. Maybe Hope it we'll, works out. For all him. those guys did. Yeah, yeah. All, the, the whole core did. Yeah, yeah, they did. But based off actual reports now, yes, yeah. he definitely bet on himself. Because yeah. I think that if he could go back and change things, he would have taken the offer the Cubs offered yeah. him in 2019. Those guys might all get less than they were allegedly offered by the Cubs. Allegedly, yeah. some yes. of them may get less for sure. Pandemic also didn't hurt the Javi contract Mm-mm. talks, but we'll yeah. I digress. All right, All right so you're ahead. done. I'm up. Is it me? Cody. Pick us to Cody. Ah, oh, come on. Two when to, do I get two to, to the grandpa? <laughs> it's him. It's him. Then two to you, grandpa. Stuff. All right, let's go. All right. So I think it's time Joe. to. F- 
I don't know where to go. I know exactly where I'm going. I've got a couple guys in mind. I'm going to go. Joey, shut your mouth. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go out to left field, and I'm going to take my guy, Alfonso Soriano. Uh, we mm. talked about yesterday how uh, fans think he is the, Fonzie. you know, a bad yeah, yeah. free agent signing. Every soundbite started great. with, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I, I think you, <laughs> yeah, throw, yeah. you throw on the yeah, graphic, yeah. you throw that Instagram picture we showed yesterday on this graphic, and it like people forget that Alfonso Soriano had a couple rough years. Like that, that him being Jack. Is just, yeah, he did, he did. I'm just saying, when I look at the the graphic that we have up right now, you have D. Lee, Baez, and Contreras. Oh yeah, Cody's got Rizzo, Bryant, Soriano, like murderers row. Yeah. Both of them are, are really good. So, and I have Zobrist, different type of hitter than anybody out there, and Sammy, the all time slugger. So, going? I'm going center field. You go, we go. All right. I love oh, it. Dexter Fowler. Damn, I got my leadoff, man. Damn. He like was that. one of my favorite Cubs that, like, I don't know, like, that barely played a long tenure. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. played two years and almost didn't play the second year. Right. You know what it's I mean? overlooked. If they don't get him back, you know, at the last second for well, that. Yeah. yeah. yeah wasn't he supposed to remember how cool that was? Most, most go to right. Orioles. Remember, remember Jed and Theo brought surprised yeah. the team with yeah, him at spring training. Like, Nobody knew where he was going to go, and they walked him out there. That was That's, the best thing ever. I feel like every year, like on the anniversary of that, I always see that video pop up on my timeline on Twitter. And that's the guy they never they never replaced that production. No. No, they have never. never. Nope. They thought Albert Almora was going to be that. Yeah, they did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they've been looking for a true leadoff hitter. And don't get me wrong, Dexter, when he left, has not been the same player. No. No. Not that he's been bad. I'm just saying... He hasn't been 2016 Dexter Fox. He's also had injuries as well. 100%. It's okay, yeah. though, because he's, you know, he's a Cardinal. So. Uh. Hey. <laughs> Anybody that leads off the World Series with a home run. Exactly. Fine in my book. Fine in my book, too. So, Dexter Fowler's my leadoff guy. I got a little flexibility with Zobrist. Okay. I got Sammy slugging. And then KB is gone. I have to go to the obvious guy. Aramis Ramirez, oh one of the greatest, one of the greatest God. trades in Cubs history, what getting Aramis Ramirez. Oh, like yeah. that was. What am I to do? I know uh, uh, he's another guy that some people sour on, and you know he was a little kind of lazy. He, he was he was viewed as a little bit lazy, but he when he wanted to play third base, he was solid at third base, and you cannot tell me he wasn't a professional hitter. Oh, he was. Aramis Ramirez raked for the Cubs for a long, long time. So. The, Aram the, is my choice at third base. 239 homers in his career for the Cubs, 806 ribbies. The walk-off against Milwaukee, was it 2007 or 2008? Uh, greatest Lane Casper call ever, mm. in my opinion. I don't uh, remember which year. I remember the one against the White Sox at Wrigley in the crosstown. Where the crowd just oh. went crazy when he hit a home run. Really? Who do I? I don't know. It's just something about that walk off against Milwaukee. Oh, I mean, he had he had some oh. moments like yeah. and Derek Lee were the original. Uh, that's yeah. the original Brizzo. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were so fun. So that's you know that's you. I feel like I've stepped it up a little bit. Now right. I've got some that's thump. Good. Now I got Sammy and Aramis, and then I got the other two more flexible batters. Uh-huh. So I'm going for a little variety, not just home runs here. Right. I feel good about my picks so far. Yeah, Cody's up. All right. Oh, man. Well, uh, got a little bit of both here. Let's go to 
Second base. Mm. I'm thinking Mark Grezolanic. Mm. Mark Grezolanic. I'm not sure oh, if this I is I want to see if Joey can spell this correctly. I'm not That's sure if this is too early Joey's, or not. Joey's Googling right now. <laughs> I'm not sure if it's too early or not. But. No, he, he, he was on there. No, he was on my list. Yeah. I don't know if I had him. He might have been like 2001 or 2002, but he was He's definitely maybe 03. Yeah. Definitely see, I was going to try and swing Javi at second base. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Can't do it Sorry. anymore. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, Mark Rezalonic. I mean, he was before my time. Like I said, like 03 is like I still don't even really understand right. baseball. Right. But I he mean, was good. Yeah. He was he was a good player for the yeah. Cubs. That was a good pickup. Um, why don't you make one of your picks, and then we'll take a brief, uh, as you say, break for our sponsors. Yep, yep, yep. All right. So my what's this fourth round? My fourth round pick, and I'm gonna go new. I'm gonna go fun. I'm going to go someone everyone hated to lose. I'm going to go with Big Stick Nick mm. Castellanos as mm. my right fielder. It's your right fielder. It's a good right fielder. Big yeah. Stick Nick. He, you know, it was that what, one year with the Cubs, and it was just like he became a legend. It was 16 homers in 51 games. 16 homers. He became a legend. You can't get a stretch too he, much better than that. He became a legend quickly. Everyone wanted him back, and they Everybody didn't bring still him want, back. They still they want him back. Yeah, he's, he's a free agent. Now, and I think – most Cubs fans would oh, give yeah. him a blank check oh, yeah. and say, here he's you go. He's your DH. Hello. Today. Oh, yeah. Today, yeah, definitely. But right field, my, he's my right fielder uh, as far as this I goes. don't know what the odds are on him coming back, but we could look that up at points bet. Right. I'm sure they have it for yeah, us. Yeah, the odds on Nick Castellanos coming back. Points bet, I don't know if you have mm-hmm. him on there. I'll go look later today. But I got to tell you, if you enjoy CHGO, one way to help us continue to grow is to download the PointsBet app and use code CHGO when you sign up. Not only are you going to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000, but if you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you'll receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our web content, and you'll even get a free shirt, hashtag dope merch, of your choice from the CHGO locker. If you have any questions, email pointsbet at allchgo.com, and we'll help you out. And in case you missed it, online sign-up is available in Illinois. You can actually download the PointsBet app right now and register your, account, register your account from start to finish, all from your phone. You'll be signing up with the fastest sports book easier than ever so you can start living your bet life in seconds. What are you waiting for? Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with PointsBet. <coughs> Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700 want to uh, thank everybody that's been watching us on CHGO. Um, we've had a great feedback. This is day three for us, at least. Uh, started on Friday. It's been great. We've got more podcasts coming. We've got podcasts every day, live shows after every game, post-game shows, premium written content coming for you. Dope merch <laughs> for all teams, guys. Dope. The French say dope. I say dope merch. Uh, free shirt when you become a member. Members only Discord to CHGO Lounge. Make sure you go and give us reviews. Give us the five-star review. Like us. Subscribe. All of it. Get it done. And um, let's let's pick up the pace here a little bit. We're, we're a little bit behind schedule on, on the, the draft, all yeah, right? We had a so late start, though. We you got another – yeah, we did. You got another pick. Go ahead. All right. So, I got a lot of sluggers on my team, obviously. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of good bats. But like you, I need a leadoff guy. You. I need someone who can go out there, set the table, get on base, or at least put the ball in play and make some magic happen. I'm going with my center fielder, my 2006 MVP, Juan Pierre. Yeah, that's a good pick. A lot Loved of stolen Juan bases. Pierre. 
A lot of stolen bases, solid bat, solid contact. Didn't hit a lot of home runs. I think it was like three with the Cubs in that one year, but he's going to get on base. He's going to steal a base. He's going to – he didn't – 2006 didn't have a lot of wins in it, but no, I loved Juan Pierre. Juan Pierre, uh, yeah, 2006, 58 stolen bases. 58 stolen I know that's not a stat anybody cares about anymore, but 58 stolen bases, that's, that's significant. Oh, yeah. So, uh, like, all right, Cody, you're up. All right. <clears throat> Similar to Ryan and Nick Castellanos – I'm going center field with Kenny Lofton, who yep. had Kenny Lofton. a hell Short of a career, but that was a great pickup. Yeah, one year. Was, right? was he part year? of the? Yeah, it was Aramis. Aramis yeah. and Kenny yeah, Lofton. Yeah, I thought he was part of it. Um, Fleeced the Pirates on that one. He was one of my favorite players that year. So, so that puts it back to me. It does. Two picks. All right, I got some choices here. Um, Let me see, I still need a shortstop. Yeah, you do. All right. Again, I've told you, like, I'm not worried about certain things in this draft. Addison Russell, shortstop. Addison Russell, Make it happen. Uh, you know, I don't know about you, Luke. Some can't key hit. you right now. Uh, listen, I know that's a slightly controversial pick. <laughs> some people want to forget that he was ever here. Uh, I believe in second chances. It's maybe not forgivable what he did, but... On the baseball field, I'm taking him as the shortstop for the fantasy draft. Uh, Addison Russell is short. This is where it's tough for me. I need a first baseman, and I'll tell you where I'm going. I got three guys. Mark Grace, 2000. Fred McGriff. And Eric Karros. I know that's the end of Grace's career. I don't care. I'm remembering Mark Grace as a Cub, the guy that had all the hits, more hits than anybody in the Mm -hmm. 90s. Mark Grace is my first baseman. The thing is, on a graphic, no one's gonna like no one's gonna go look up his stats and what he did in two thousand. Like they're gonna see yeah. Mark Grace and they're gonna see, yeah, he was awesome. Right. It's I not mean, gonna hurt you to put Mark Grace. Most as your hits first of base. any player in the nineties. Yeah. Period. The only other guy that led a decade in hits that's not in the Hall of Fame is Pete Rose. Well, did not know that. I didn't well, know that. I'm not saying Gracie's a Hall of Famer. I'm just saying that's pretty good company. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty good company. All right, Cody, you're up. <laughs> All right. I'm a little surprised he hasn't been taken yet, but at shortstop, I'm going to take Starlin Castro. Yeah. Damn I, it. I almost went there. All right. Personally, I would have taken Starlin Castro over Aston Russell, but that's just me. I was going to I was gonna take him as my second baseman, and uh, you just screwed me, so uh, you're mean. <laughs> all right. All right, all right, all right. <sighs> what do I want to do? I'm feeling really good about my team, guys. Oh, okay. <laughs> Okay, uh, sorry, I, sorry. I'm just. I'm, I, I feel good about your team. I'm. I'm about to win this draft right here. <laughs> My left fielder. Is Gridzalonic spelled right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. My left fielder <laughs> hasn't been taken yet. I don't think. My left fielder is going to be actually no. My DH. Oh, you're going. Is going to be Kyle Schwarber. All right. All right. Kyle Schwarber is my DH. That's a great DH. He doesn't even need Probably. to play left field for me. You know, we got a DH coming back. All he's got to do is hit. And we know we can hit. Yeah, you got another one. Oh, I got another one. Oh. Come on, kid. Keep Lord. with us here. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with my second baseman. I'm going to take Mark DeRosa. Big fan of Mark DeRosa. Well, that was, that was, he was on my radar. Yeah, that 2007-2008 little run he had. I, I, I thought, you know, he was, he was Ben Zobrist. We talked about this last time. He was Ben Zobrist 
10 years, what, almost 10 years before Ben Zobris was Ben right. Zobris for the Cubs. Right. Like Mark DeRosa moved all over the place, second base, third base, left field, right field, whatever it was. He did what needs to be done. And, you know, again, that, that game-winning home run, the comeback against the Rockies, that lives in my head forever. That was awesome. <laughs> Sticking with Mark DeRosa. Joey, there's no uh, space in DeRosa, just to let you know. There you go. <laughs> there we go. Come on, Joey. Get it together. It's not La Russa. <laughs> uh, right. So that's me, right? I'm up? No, Cody's that's up. me. Cody's up. That's oh, me. no. Please don't take what I'm thinking. Uh-oh. Mm. Don't take my pick. I've got it written down on my sheet of paper already. Oh, I... Well... Mm, don't take him. <laughs> now, now I feel pressure. <laughs> I mean, I just screwed myself. Um, let's see. I'm not sure if he played right field or not. Uh-oh. I, oh, this is, danger this, zone. this is a little tough. But I want to take Moises Alou, but I know he played left field, but I don't know if he ever played right field very often. So you're taking him as your right fielder? Yeah. Huh. Interesting. I did have him written down as a right fielder. He played right field. Lucky son of a okay. gun. First all of right. all, why would you tell him that? <laughs> we were going to figure that out anyway. No, we weren't. He was going to not he, take him because he, he wasn't sure. He picked. He picked. Moises Alou. Yeah, How many games did he play in right field? Not many, but he played right field. I know he did. I looked it up. And it will always be Moist Hanzaloo. <laughs> moist Hanzaloo. Let's remember. <laughs> it's all right. Oh, Stucky, two picks. All right, oh, Stucky. That just up. threw my whole thing off. Oh, was that I was going pick? with the veteran players, and uh-oh, I had a Lou. Now I got nobody left. I have nobody for left field. Uh-oh. All my guys are off. Oh, gosh. Oh, I still have one for left field I could take. All right. Well, I'm going to go Henry Rodriguez in left. Henry Rodriguez in left? It wasn't even on my board. It wasn't even. Now I'm really there. going old. I, I feel like I'm losing this draft because I'm skewing a little too old. Uh, still need a catcher? Catcher, yeah. Catcher and a DH. And a DH. Yep. Boy, my catcher choices are tough. There's four. Yep. Coy Hill is still on the board. Coy Hill is not my guy. <laughs> still on the board. Coy Hill is not my guy. Um, oh, Cubs legend. <laughs> I'll tell you why I would have picked the other guys. I'm going to go Giovanni Soto because he was rookie of the year. Yep, yep. Well, he still needs a catcher, so don't. All right, I won't. I'll tell you why the other guys. Don't give him any ideas yet. Oh, well, you were the one that just told him to pick Moises Alou no, for no he, reason whatsoever. He picked, he, he picked Moises Alou. No, he it didn't. Was, he was, it was picked. He was debating. Taking. No, I, I took him. Yeah, right. I, I wanted to take him. I just thought that if he didn't play that position, then you guys were going to get to Run choose. Run the track back. I'm pretty sure he said I'm going Moises Alou right field. I'm pretty sure he said that. <laughs> anyway. All right. So, go ahead. Uh, so, I'm going to go catcher as well. And I'm going to go uh, We Are Good, Miguel Montero. Miguel one of the biggest home runs in Cubs history. Yeah, and, and pitching staff might not like him, but yeah, and technically, Miggy. you know, got the, you know, the most important hit yep. in the World Nothing Series. wrong with that pick. That was no, it's a good pick. An equal. My choice. team hits a lot of bombs, guys. <laughs> We're hitting a lot of homers. <laughs> I was gonna pick Michael Bear just for somebody to punch AJ Brzezinski. Oh yeah, definitely. somebody's got to punch AJ. He was an all star. He was yeah. a good hitter. Yeah, Michael Barrett. No, I, I mean, I didn't go there. I'm just saying that. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That was another was guy good, I was considering. Yeah. Um, I was gonna. I was if I came down to it, I was gonna take Henry Blanco because that's my guy. <laughs> that's Hank White, guy. love him. Right. Victor Caratini. Yeah. 
Had yeah, a nice little run. Anyway. So am I up? Yay. Final two yeah. picks. Final yep. two picks. And I got left field and third base to go. Left field's thinning out, left baby. Left field's thinning out. But I do have one guy that everyone loved. Well, short time he was here. I'm going to go young Jock Peterson. Jock Peterson. Love him. Jock Jams. He was incredible after with the Braves. He was he was so good. Yeah, he was really oh, good. He, he had a the, hot May. Oh yeah, Jock great Hill. stash. Jock yeah. fit in with Chicago. Oh, does, does his spring training also count towards your? <laughs> no, he, yeah, yeah, right. Spring training. Jocktober is all that matters. But no, he was awesome here. Loved him. Like you said, the mustache. Yeah, created a little bit of a legend there. All right, finish um, off your team. We're and sick then my of your third team baseman already. is going to be another another new guy. I think unless ooh. No, we're going to go with the new guy. He set the world on fire for oh. a couple months there. Patrick Wisdom. Give me wisdom, gives give me, me strength. Wi- give me wisdom, give me strength. He set the world on fire, what, May through June. I mean, he set the Cubs, the Cubs rookie record, the home run record. He beat yeah. Bryant last year. I mean, he struggled at the end of the year, but he was awesome last year and was one of the few talking points once the sell-off happened. So I'm, my last pick, my, my Mr. Irrelevant is Patrick Wisdom. It could be similar to my Gio Soto pick. You know, it yeah. might not be a long, successful. Yeah. He's memorable. 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 Yeah. All right, All right. Cody. Last pick. Uh, Finish so it I up. DH so I can literally pick anyone. Anyone that has not been picked yet. Well. Huh. There's so many guys. Um, I could go new. I could go old here. Let's go with the guy who was just always solid. And I got a lot of power. This guy was just a professional hitter, I thought. Uh, Todd Walker. Todd Good Walker. player. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I have to go DH2, and these are the guys I'm considering. Okay. I go down the list. I look here. Fred McGriff. Fred McGriff. Solid. Not bad. 30 homer season. Uh, who else was I think? Frankie Schwindel. Yeah. Look at, yeah. Thinking about it. Uh... Jorge Soler. Ooh, that was one guy I did forget about. Thinking about it. Here's one of my favorite pinch hitters. Jake Fox. <laughs> you remember Jake Fox? He came up and you were like, the only thing that guy can do is swing for the fences. I will go. I'm going to go Fred McGriff. I don't know how you can go wrong with Fred McGriff. I know that makes my team a little old, but whatever. Fred McGriff. That's your final choice? It's my final choice. Mr. Mr. Irrelevant, Fred <laughs> McGriff. I, I wouldn't kinda, say he was irrelevant. Well, I'm saying hit on the draft, I, he is Mr. I thought irrelevant. you might have gone all-star Brian LaHare. Yeah. No, well, I didn't. How, how, about, how before we do I, that? I, I could have gone Solaire, though. How about before we do that, let's, you know, show the, the graphic to the people watching. You can, they can see our teams. We can they, run through The graphic's been on the whole time. Oh, is it on? All right. Oh, yeah. So okay. now we want people to hit us on Twitter and, and on social and let us know. We'll put a poll up. Who do you think up. won the draft? Yeah. Who do you think yeah, won the yeah, draft? Yeah, let's do a poll. Who won that? Um, well, yeah, let's run two thousand and out draft. Let's run through some, um, some. What is it called? Honorable, men- honorable, honorable mentions. mentions. Okay, yeah. If yeah. you got any that we missed on there, anyone watching? Go well, ahead I just and mentioned flash a few them on of the them. screen. Yeah, go ahead and flash them on the screen. Um, Nobody did Corey Patterson. No, Corey no. Patterson. Went out I thought Ryan Terrio maybe. Ryan Terrio. No, I've disavowed Ryan Terrio. <laughs> I've disavowed after after the, the Cardinal right? comment. After the Cardinal comment, he's disavowed. Mark Mark Bellhorn. <laughs> I always liked him, and not not for anything he did on the Cubs. Yeah, but those old slugfest games, I used oh, to play with yeah. him, and he was he had a, he had an awesome Frank batting stance. Nobody went Ian Happ. Yeah, nobody went Jim Edmonds. No Ian Happ. Jim nobody Edmonds. Nobody did Jason Hayward the speech. Yeah, the speech. Chris Godwin. You got to have a speech. 
No Chris Coglin. Nate Sheerholt says we should Sheer- choose Sheerholtz? pitchers. We'll be choosing pitchers eventually. Just today was we're filling out our right, lineups. Right, right. Yeah, just lineups. Yeah, just yeah. We will have a pitcher draft. Uh, Cliff Floyd. I liked Cliff yeah. Floyd when he was here. I, I thought about him. Matt Merton I was talking about earlier. And he, I think he was the Je- Japanese League MVP or something like that. Like, Matt Merton's cool. My but. other catcher I was considering was Joe Girardi. Got to have a leader. Joe Girardi, yeah. Oh, yeah, Joe Girardi. Northwestern like David, guy. David Ross. David oh, Ross. David Nobody Ross. took Grandpa I, Rossi. I completely no. forget about Grandpa Rossi. Oh, Mike I, could, I could pick him for manager then. Uh, you could. <laughs> uh, Mike, Mike Fontenot. Fontenot. Yep. Darwin Barney. Oh, well, that's a name from the Darwin past. Darwin Barney. Barney. Old glove winner. Yeah. DJ LeMayhew. Why could he have not been as good oh. as he was later on with the Cubs? Anyway. That might have been. Well, that was a pretty short. That was, if there's any bad trade. That's the worst. That's one of the worst. Yeah. No, that's their worst, period. You think right? it's worse than Eloy and uh, Cease? Yeah, I do. Okay. Real bad. Interesting. You get you got a you got a guy that never even played. Yeah, yeah. You got a guy that never even yeah, played. Yeah, and you yeah. gave up a guy yeah, who was, you know, one of the best hitters in baseball. Quintana, at least Quintana was. <laughs> yeah, had some experience. Yeah. Uh, hey, that was fun. Yeah. Hopefully, we got good news coming tomorrow, right? Yeah, I had a blast. I had a blast. Ooh, someone said Tony Campana. Just I have Tony a Campana. Tomorrow. Yeah, you got to have the speed. Steal yeah, home, yeah. baby. Felix one PA career homer is an inside the park homer. Felix PA <laughs> and Freddie Bynum. Don't forget about them. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening to the CHGO Cubs podcast presented by PointsBet. We'll do it again tomorrow. Cody or Corey Friedman. Corey Freeman. <laughs> well, Friedman will join us tomorrow. Uh, we'll have another good discussion. We'll see you then.